Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. To be part of it, let me pull. What time are we at here? I gotta pull my phone up, see what time we're at here, see how far out we are on this thing. Four minutes. Oh, we better get going here. Four minutes. All right. Uh, hey, Wing Nation Apparel right over there is available. Make sure you check out uh, Sean and Sydney over there doing Wing Nation Apparel. We have got a spectacular show for you coming up, and the whole key is is you all make a lot of noise, like pretend we're having fun here at the Speed Palace. That's what you need to do. What's going on? Uh-oh. Turn Ashley up. Mash your button. Somebody mash my button. There we go. Because I don't have a button to mash. That's right. Mash your button. <laughs> Steve, earlier you told me my people. My people. people are crazy. Your people are crazy. And I'm going to go into, I have got more stuff here. I, mean, <laughs> I left mine at the bus. I, well, I want to bring up a little show and tell. We're going oh. to do a little show and tell okay. here. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a little well, show and I, tell. Uh. Oh, yeah. No, Is I, it TV? Video friendly. You're, okay. you're right. Well, okay. some of it. It just depends on what you do with it. <laughs> on what you do with it. Uh, we all know what that means, don't we? Hey, um, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here uh, on behalf of uh, the Weikert family and everyone here at Port Royal Speedway. Um, man, y'all, if you've been around for the last few years, you know this weekend has been a disaster with weather. And it is so encouraging to see everybody here because we've done a lot of shows here at this place in the rain with nobody here everyone's gone That's home true. everyone's in the camper it's it's really really cool good it's, stuff isn't it it's freaking awesome it's freaking awesome you know like well, we get to do the tailgate which is a blast oh my god you know oh, and I, I think before you get to the end of one row, we've had 32 different types of drinks. I don't know how we survive it. But this year was phenomenal because there was no rain. It wasn't freezing cold. Last year, we were bundled up like we were in Alaska. Yeah. This year, we sweated our tuckuses off. Yeah. Earl and I talked about this, though. Last year, the benefit was that we didn't have a race that night, so we knew we could just kind of <laughs> keep consuming, where some of us, like Earl and I, had to be on our best behavior here. Well, and, well uh, listen, Earl's over here doing, like, flight traffic well, control. Yeah, I, I don't know that. what this is yeah. all about. Yeah, but. he's just trying to land some bird over here or something. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what it is exactly? Um, what did y'all think of that race last night? Was it any good? Oh, my God. It was better than that, y'all. What'd y'all think of that race last night? Was it any good? I woke up this morning and I go on Twitter and I'm watching the most spectacular day in motorsports, Monaco, Monaco, Indy, Indy. Coca-Cola 600. And I'm like, did these people even realize they missed the (laughs) best race? They missed the best race? I mean, seriously, when you look at it, 
And I mean, it's unreal. And here's the thing, we get to do it all over again. I was talking to some, uh, I think it was a grandmother and her grandson out there, and he looked at her after last night and she says, Mima, we get to do this again tomorrow? <laughs> That's awesome. Think about that with what we saw last night. Folks, we are living right. And uh, we're living right here with the with the all-stars, we're living right with Port Royal, but we're living right because of each and every one of you mm -hmm. sprint car fans. That's, right. That's why we're living right. You guys spending your hard-earned money to come in, spending your hard-earned money with T-shirts, spending your hard-earned money. You folks are what is making it happen. Our drivers are spectacular. We have a great bevy of drivers here, but it's you sprint car fans that make it happen. Give, give yourselves a hand, give yourselves a hand. I'm telling you, seriously. Well, we talked about it yesterday, right? I mean, they race every single weekend somewhere in the country, right? But yeah. there are very few places that actually have an event. An event. This that is That a race event. breaks out at. This is an event. We're getting ready to have some music, and then we're getting ready to do some talking, and then we need everyone to make some noise. So, uh, hold on one second. Wow. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Ashley, your people. My people. Your, these are your people. And I'm damn proud of them. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I just slung my headset off my head. Holy cow. Speed Palace, Port Royal Speedway. Are y'all ready? What y'all think of last night's race, Speed Palace? Aye, aye, aye. I don't even know where to... Uh, here's the thing. Last night's race was great, but Ashley, you and we I... We talked about this earlier. We're gonna, uh, yeah. we've, we've got guests coming up, and we'll get to, we'll get we'll to get them, to them in, a we'll minute. Get in a little bit. Okay, so we did this tailgate thing, okay? So I got beads. I earned these beads the old-fashioned way, people. <laughs> the old-fashioned way. That's right. I went Mine down, had a whistle. I went down to the Dollar Tree and bought them. That's the old-fashioned <laughs> way. And I, I got a lay at Port Royal Speedway. You had a whistle. I did. What happened to your whistle? My ball kept getting stuck in the hole of my whistle. <laughs> Wait a minute. What did you say? <laughs> my ball kept getting stuck in the hole of my whistle. That's what I thought she said. Hi. Hi. <laughs> we delivered the donuts. We had glazed in the front and cream-filled in the back. We had a really great day today, Steve. <laughs> yeah, speed balance. <laughs> Woo! Are you kidding me? Okay, so we went out there in the uh, in the area. We've got one gentleman oh, here. Oh yes. That uh, yeah, these are a little bit probably melted oh, now. Yeah. They'll still taste good. We got good. a guy from Hershey. Oh, they'll still taste good. You're right. We got a guy from Hershey's. So he did that. Okay, wait a minute. I got more stuff here. I got I got to get rid of this chair. <laughs> Someone gave me some Zatarin's jambalaya. Yeah. That we got a little bit more of that coming up yes. later on. Mm -hmm. You got there's a story with that. Yeah. Okay, so we got that. I got a Mardi Gras cup. It's empty, but well, it's not empty because it's got Fireball in it. <laughs> so I got Fireball. I'm good to go on that. Okay. So then I, I wait. Decided, the root beer slushy was awesome too, by the way. Okay. There's some dude out there making queso. Yes, I heard all about this. I missed that Good. part. Earl, I mean, you, you look at Earl and I. We know our queso. It was the best queso ever. Okay. And so. the orange crushes. The orange the crushes fresh were pretty good. Squeezed orange crushes. Okay, Ashley, Phenomenal. I'll guarantee you, I got something just a little bit ago that you never got. Troy Fraker moonshine. <laughs> White lightning. Yeah, this is a, a caramel um, cinnamon. Ooh. Caramel cinnamon. Now I've had apple pie. 
Cinnamon, Troy pineapple. Fraker. Who yeah. knew Troy Fraker moonshine? It was a thing. It's it a thing a, now. It's a thing, it's a thing it's now. Definitely and y'all ain't gonna get none of this, okay? I'm telling you with that. So I got um I got that. I got um now we got in the sprint car world, we got young money. We got young money, <laughs> Kyle Larson. We got old, old money, money, old money, Troy Fraker. <laughs> I got my Troy Fraker old money shirt. How about that? There we go. I got that. And so I'm walking along and I met. Now my highlight has been made. I met Anthony Macri's mama. All right, you know, now Macri, you know, the set that he puts up on the dash is pretty spectacular on a regular yes, basis, absolutely. okay? I met his mama, look at this. There we go, right there. Look at you, you're part of the team. Look at me, look at, look me, at baby. you, you got your I'm own team, team shirt. That's right, exactly. The first team who was willing to take you. Well, now the worst thing they need to do is give me anything of responsibility other than Troy Fricker's moonshine. Um, but I am, uh, look at that, baby. I am, hey, you might get to stand in victory lane tonight. Ooh, I didn't think about that. There we go. Um, folks, I'm telling you, I, I share all of this stuff. I, I share all of this stuff. It's, it's insane. You sprint car fans and Pennsylvania sprint Pennsylvania. car fans and sprint car fans that came from Michigan. We talked yep, to today from the Carolinas. We talked to today. You all are awesome. So thank you very much. Give yourselves a big hand. Give yourselves a big hand. We, we can go on and on, but we need to get our guests up on the stage. We need to get talking. All right. Yeah, so they do have to race tonight. Let's bring our first two guests up. Let's bring Eric and Danny up here. All right. So, man, I'll tell you what. You're out of breath. I'm out of breath. <laughs> you're, well, no. You're about to start sweating. I'll tell you what. This this event though, this event, this Speed Palace event, this Weikert Memorial thing is absolutely insane. It really, truly is, and and it's a tribute to uh, to, to Steve O'Neill and everyone here. But Todd Weikert, he had a vision for this thing. Ashley, you know we've had this vision, and he's had a vision, and he's been pissed on by rain for years and years and years. And I think in 2022 we're going to see that vision. Mm -hmm. I think we are seeing that vision unfold here. This place, you can't get more people in the commercial building. Those of you watching along, and it is cool. Joining us here on the stage, he is the competition director for the uh, All Stars, Eric Walls, native of Pennsylvania. Hey, Eric, how are you? Good guys, how are you? Good. And joining him alongside is Danny Dietrich. Danny, how are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, Danny, you've been you've been partners with Todd Weikert on the race car. You've been partners, and you've talked a lot about this deal to finally get good weather, to see the campgrounds, to see the people here. What does this mean to you just to see this start to come together like Todd has envisioned it? It seems like for the last oh, five or six years. You're not wrong. I mean, it's always been rain plagued, you know, one yeah. way or another. Like, we might race, but yeah. it's always been like showers during the morning and afternoon, and you just barely get it in and. It feels good to have two races back to back where it's not there's no weather and uh, phenomenal crowd. Uh, everybody's coming out here. It's such a beautiful day out right now, and um, you know hopefully they can get the show in and we put on a good show and everybody can uh, come back next year. We get the same weather. It'd be great. No doubt, no doubt about it. Eric, you guys travel the country obviously with the All Stars, and what's it like coming here to the Weikert this event? And obviously, you know it's something that the All Stars just teamed up a few years back uh, with the Weikerts to make this weekend happen. What's it like knowing that you get to travel the country, but this is such an event? Well, it, it's always special for me to come home. Um, I call Indianapolis home now, so uh, when I come home, I get to see family and friends that I don't see every day, and. Um, Port Royal is, is special, obviously, you know, all the tracks, Williams Grove, Lincoln, Port Royal, all those are, are special to me because that's where I grew up. So, uh, and to be able to uh, 
to travel the country and just see different racetracks it's it's a lot of fun it's a childhood dream of mine so uh i'm certainly living the dream neat stuff that's for sure you have friends this nascar season every member of the toyota racing team is doing their part to take the trophy home like sixth grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. A few. You, here we go. one, Danny Dietrich, right? Here we go. All right. Well, Steve O'Neill says he's got a whistle here. If we didn't. Ah, here we go. We got Steve O'Neill with. Yeah, just in case he needs to step between them, we got a whistle down hey, here. Hey, does your, does your ball get stuck in your whistle hole? Steve O'Neill is speechless. He's speechless. This is it. Yeah. Let's let's just say that uh, after last night's festivities, we all uh, hung out at the pavilion, and and Steve and I and a whole group of us, we we found out what Washington apples were all about. So, oh, yeah. Uh, really? You know, yeah, we, we killed a gallon of that uh, one shot at a time. So, yeah, no it, doubt. it was a good deal. No doubt. <laughs> Danny, have you ever killed anything one shot at a time? Nah, that's a dumb question. <laughs> He's not even nice, gonna nice weather outside. Nice weather outside. When Danny Dietrich takes the high road, Lord knows we got, that was a little loaded question. That's what cost him last, last night. He night, took the high road. Right. He should have stayed on the bottom. Danny, I know it didn't go the way you wanted it to go. Wow. I don't even know where to begin. Eric, Eric did it. Eric did it. Um, the race last night, the run last night, you know, uh, you had speed. You had a good car. You were in the hunt. I, I think that's what drivers look for and wish for. Yeah. I should have just ran the bottom. I know. Exactly. And you, that's it. That's the whole thing. But how, when you're out there riding around, what goes through your mind? That just, just riding around out you know, there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just riding around. I mean. That's the radio guy in me. Yeah. I'm just out there riding around. I'm up there fishing, drinking a bush lot and watching. Well, Dietrich's out there just riding around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's like we go back green on the restart. You don't have a lot of speed, so going to the bottom is pretty normal. Yeah. Uh, went to the bottom, got a couple laps in. Didn't feel as good down there as I did up top. And uh, went up top, ran one lap up there, and thought, man, I'm pretty good. And then got a three and four and hit the fence. And then uh, baby didn't one and two. And then Lance slipped me the next lap, three and four, and uh, tried to knock the right rear off the car. Felt really good until it didn't feel really good, right? Yep. <laughs> then it felt like shit. <laughs> then he was just out there riding around. <laughs> running, the, running the bottom where I should have been. You know? What does the podium pay? Let's see. <laughs> oh, my. It's funny you bring well, that up because we talked about that right before we come on stage. Really? What, what the second and third pay says. Yeah. That's cool. well, tonight it's better. Yeah, I was going to say, it pays a little bit better tonight. Thanks to Jack. And I was telling Brent, he probably wouldn't have been so nice to me last night, you know, if it would have paid more for third. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Todd 
Todd Quaring, <laughs> by the way, if you haven't heard, those of you here, Todd Quaring with Husets and Jackson Motorplex has dumped $10,000 in the purse. Five grand more for second, five grand for third. So it's 29 to win, and they've added five grand to everything. So we appreciate Todd and everything like that. Really, really cool. Danny, and again, I, I want to go back to the vision of this. When you, you know, you live it, you're passionate, you're friends with the Weikert family, but when you see someone like Todd Quarry jump in, that's got to be validation that, that this deal, this situation, this this thing is really cool when you see someone just, just dumping $10,000 into the... Into yeah, the I mean, it's awesome. You know, uh, I was talking to Todd yesterday about it, and... I uh, was glad he's able to put something together with Todd uh, querying. Yeah. And, you know, we just want to keep building this, you know, just talk, you know, talking to Todd all the time. We just want to keep building and building and building. And, um, you know, it, it pays 29000 to win. That's a lot of money. It's a yeah. great number. Um, right. Sure. And the, the fact that you're going to put it in second and third, you know, uh, get them purses up. You know, we see a lot of races where it's so heavy to win and then it drops off really yeah. a lot, you know. So, um you know, we're really appreciative of Todd coming on board and helping uh, the Weikert race out and Bob Weikert Memorial here. And, you know, I think it pays 10-5 and 8,300 for sec uh, second Gee, and third. So that's a really good payout. Good payout for that. Yeah. And, and let's be all, you know, honest with each other. Bob Weikert is an icon in sprint car racing. Like, it, it gives a, a good car, you know, back in the day with Kenny, you know, Kenny Weld and all those guys that drove that yeah. car. I mean, that's it's just history of the sport, and it, it's special to be a part of it. That's what we're celebrating, that's for sure. Ashley? Speaking of history, Eric, I didn't realize it. You used to be a flagman here. I did. I was not aware of that. That's really cool. Sure How and <laughs> wow. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> you can dock his position at any point tonight, right? We haven't hit the racetrack yet. Yeah. Wow. It's, kind of uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. it's a wonder he called for a jump last night in the feature. <laughs> or the uh, heat. Uh, I wouldn't say that we didn't review it a time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that heat race was <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of history, with you being a flagman here, obviously this place has changed since you've been a flagman here. What's it like seeing how much it's evolved? So my family raced uh, late models here, uh, track champion back in 91 or 92. And I remember being a 15-year-old kid riding in the hauler, and we come in the middle of the back straightaway, and we would park beside Walter Dyer's 461 and on the inside of turn three and four. And uh, just to see... I remember the old covered grandstands. I remember outside of three and four where we pit at now, it was it was nothing. wide open, nothing there. So to see what they've built, you know, just the, the grandstands, what they've done to the racetrack. Um, I mean, I remember as a kid, the curb being two foot tall. Yeah. And, <laughs> and a track rough. Yeah, and, and rough and very dark. And, <laughs> and, and to see what it become today is, is amazing. Yeah, they said you could high-five drivers down the front straightaway on that grandstand. <laughs> you could shake their hand running down the front straightaway. Eric, what is a race? Give, give us, give us a, a, a one-minute description. What's the race director? What's, what's, what's your role with the All-Stars? He deals with people like this. Well, exactly, yes, yeah. exactly, yes. Yeah, that's you the chill. I don't even need to look over there. I like, didn't. I'm looking over there, exactly. looking, you know, I hear exactly. you talking, and it's like, yeah. I already know what I this didn't is going ask you, I didn't ask you what the biggest challenges are with it. I asked you what the job was. So. <laughs> the, the job, I mean, through the week, it's just reaching out to promoters, and, and uh, we have a great staff of people underneath of me that, you know, make, it, make my job easy. But through the week, I, I put together uh, conversations with the promoters before we get to the racetrack and uh, give a bulletin for the drivers and the fans and stuff for pit gate times and pit fees and yeah. different things like that. And then obviously dealing with the, the competition side of, well, you know, monitoring the rule book and monitoring what's going on in the industry as well. Yeah, no doubt. It really is. It really is. 
Danny, we had Lance Deweese on the stage, and I think he might have paid you one of the highest compliments last night. Uh, we were talking about the Weikert Memorial, and he was talking about Bob Weikert being a man of passion, a man of determination, and a man of stating his opinion and going in. And Lance at that point said, we've got one guy in our industry right now that does that, and that's Danny Dietrich. Actually, I don't think he called him out by name. I think he you did, did well, I but did. He, he, said was, we got he was one guy. laying it he out. He said, we got one guy in the sport right now that tells it like it is. Some people hate him, some people love him, and he tells it like it is. And then I said, I think he's on the show tomorrow night. Lance confirmed that he's on the show leading us off here as far as that goes. Bob Weikert, you've seen the videos and everything like that. Is is that a role? Is is that a role you like? Is that a role you just have? Is that a role you don't like? It just What's, happened to be. It just uh, and that's fine. That happened to be is great. Yeah, I mean, I I just do it because that's who I am. I mean, I think everybody yeah. knows that, you know. And, <clears throat> you know, he he was very opinionated and passionate, and uh, you know, I mean, I just think that that's who he was, and I am who I am, and it's probably not that far off. No. Could you imagine if Bob Weikert had social media? <laughs> 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 Eric is just trying to deal with Danny Dietrich having social media, let alone Bob Weigert. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's the world we live in today, and, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, you know, everybody has a voice. Bob would have been called to the, the officer or the trailer a lot. I don't know. You're probably right. He would have been called, so obviously yeah. he'd have been called. But you just wanted a donut or something to drink. I mean, that's why you came to the trailer. Yeah, I mean, there we go. Absolutely. <laughs> Pretty good legend race back here on the Wow, <laughs> there we go. Danny with the diversion again. Well, let's let's be honest. Back to the back to the point of being very vocal and, and posty. And Ashley, you guys can attest to this because you work in that world. But back in in the early NASCAR days, there was a guy that drove a black three that was just like this gentleman right yeah. here. And the industry needs a guy like that. No doubt. We talk about it vocal. We talk about it opinion exactly. We talk about a vocal, we talk about opinionated, we talk about you like them or not like them. The one thing you cannot deny is passion. Yep. You cannot deny it, and this man right here has more passion for this sport than most of us in this building do. So uh, that is that is a good part about it, and we love it. And guys, we're, we've survived this. We didn't have to go to the whistle with Steve O'Neill. We haven't had to go to the whistle. So uh, how do we get into overtime? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're just getting warmed up. Like, it's yeah. a, little, a little nervous here at first. You know, now we're getting warmed You're up. Nervous? Let's, I'm not nervous. Are you nervous? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, exactly. There we go. So none of us are nervous, and we're good to go. How about it, Eric Wall, series director for the All-Stars? How about it? You know him, you love thank him, you, you feel everybody. him. How about it? Danny Dietrich. Yeah, thank you, guys. Oh, my gosh. There we go. Let's see what we got here. Guys, we're just going to keep swapping out. We're going to keep right on digging here, because right down in front of us, Ashley, you've got one in front of you, and I've got yeah. one in front of me. It is a 75-pound solid bronze bull head. Right here, there's an owner's trophy, there's a driver's trophy, and it is one of the most coveted awards. And tonight, we are going to give out the 75-pound bronze head trophies. I can't wait to see the poor guy, the poor bastard in victory lane, going to lift it over I his head. I don't think anyone has really actually accomplished it. I, think, I know uh, it's been attempted. I but think I we got a couple <laughs> guys coming to stage right now that can win this race and can put that bronze bullhead right over you their head. better make it happen. Better make it happen. There we go. Joining us, he is the point leader for the All-Stars Sunshine's in the house. Tyler Courtney. Hey, man, how are you? Good, guys. How are you? We are fantastic. Absolutely. Joined on the stage by Brent Marks. Brent, how's it going, man? It's going good. Good. Absolutely. Yeah. It is going well. It is going well. Sunshine, how is Pennsylvania treating you? 
I uh -huh. mean, this, we talk to All-Stars <laughs> all the time, and we talk to All-Stars all the time, and it's like, and you've told us, haven't told us, we got to get through Ohio Speedway, but you also have to navigate Pennsylvania. What are the challenges? What are the upsides? Where, where are you at with racing here in central Pennsylvania? Um, we've been better than we have been here before, but okay, uh, yep. it's just, uh, it's tough. I think every time we come back, the the local guys keep getting better and better, and uh it's it's tough when you know you don't get to run here all the time and i i think the track seems like it changes almost every time we come back but uh we tried some stuff last night that seemed to be a little bit better we just uh time trialed bad and um just kind of had to work our way from the back of the feature but hopefully get a little bit better time trial tonight and uh, yeah. be, be at the front and uh, try and battle for for that uh, cool trophy right there no doubt really good stuff <laughs> brent uh fourth place last night obviously not where you want to be i know you like to be up front but pennsylvania obviously home but you've been traveling. Mother Nature hasn't really played in your favor, unfortunately. But, you know, being able to run the Weikert and to stay at home, what, I mean, how is that for you? And, and what's it going to take to better yourself to get that win tonight? Yeah, I've always enjoyed racing this this race. And uh, even when I was on the Outlaw Tour and we had that race down in Charlotte on Friday night, I always chucked back to, right. to hit this race and then went to Lawrenceburg on Monday. And that was always a hard weekend. But um, this is one of the, the races I want to win. Um, you know, I've won a lot of big shows here at Port Royal, except for this one. So um, this is definitely on the top of my list and um, be really cool to, to see that trophy sitting in our shop. But um, yeah, we just have to get a little bit better. You know, we had a good car last night. We just, you know, drew a bad, bad pill on the redraw there. And, you know, you just have all those good cars starting in front of you. And it's just really hard to to run them down. But I felt like we had something pretty good there at the end. We just, you know, ran out of time and I just wasn't able to get up there quick enough. But um, we'll just have to fine-tune on our car tonight and just get a little bit better and and uh, get a good time trial lap. And, you know, it's all based on points, and um, that's, you know, very important. And then, you know, you just kind of have to maintain and pass a couple cars in the heat race, and you should be in good shape. Well, I'll tell you what. We were on the campgrounds doing the tailgate party, Brent, and everybody was talking about you trying to pass cars in that heat race. Yeah. <laughs> we have never in our life for fourth place seen anything like that. It was Gio, Anthony, and you. I am telling you, the pass, it's not passing points. I guess it's finishing spot is what it boils down to. But, man, oh, man, have you ever raced that hard for fourth place in a heat race in your life? No, Dude. never, never. I haven't even raced that hard to win a national open. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Oh, no, God. It was tough. I actually broke a uh, wing cylinder there, so I couldn't get my wing back, and it was all the way forward. So I was just struggling in the slick. And oh a lot of wheel spin, and, you know, those guys were just racing me super hard. And. Um, seemed like every 10 seconds there was a car flying by me trying to do something and I was crossing them back over and um, get around on Geo and he would throw a block on me and it was just, it was wild. But, you know, we, we raced really, really hard in that, that heat race. Really, truly is. <laughs> Tyler, uh, I want to ask you about your journey here comes from non-wing sprint cars and you're a couple of years ahead of some of your other non-wing guys chris windham tanner thorson we see kevin thomas jr doing it and uh that sort of thing what's been the biggest challenge with your transition over to wing sprint cars and 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 and, and i gotta think you gotta be happy with it but what's been the biggest challenge of that transition i think just learning how to race um is a lot different than the, the non-wing side of things just uh a lot closer and learning what to do in the slick versus what, what you do in the slick with the non-wing stuff is uh it has been probably the the harder challenge i think and then uh you know just getting our car right compared yeah. to the, the non-wing stuff i feel like uh we've uh we obviously we had a really good year last year but i think we're learning the other side of things where you can kind of get get out of a, a little box and and kind of get up get off the the beaten path and and, and get in a, in a bad spot and it's not like we've, we've really had bad finishes this year we just haven't had 
quite the speed that we did last year. But I think just uh, there, there's, so I think in the non-wing world, there's like 10, 10 good guys, I think, yeah. every night. Yeah. When you show up to a wing show, there's 30 guys. So huh. it's, it's, it's just tough from, from the start of the night to the end of the night. Just the competition level is, is, is outstanding. And I think that's been the toughest part, just up in, up in my game and up in my craft to, to be able to keep up with everybody night in and night out putting the whole thing together. Yeah. Tyler, to, to kind of just keep continuing with that, obviously last year, first year on the All-Stars Tour, you end up being the champion, which I think you impressed a lot of people with that. Not that you weren't capable, just coming from non-wings to wings. Everyone thought you maybe had some something to learn. Now you're leading the points again. Is there an added pressure knowing that you won it the first year out to kind of back it up again this year? Not really. I think you kind of get that monkey off your back. The, the first year helped a lot. Now this year we're just focused on um, you know, I think our, our goal is to, to go outlaw racing, so we're just focused on keep getting better and obviously to win the championship again this year. And we're in a good spot. Uh, we just got to get just a little bit quicker to, to, to get those wins that we want to get and, and uh, be up front night in and night out. And it's just uh, been a little bit tougher this year, but uh, that's part of racing. It's just uh, if it was easy, I think everybody would do it. And racing is, is not meant to be easy, and it's uh, part of the challenge of it and part of the reason that keeps us going night in and night out. Brent, listening to Tyler talking about the point battle and maximizing <laughs> nights and minimizing damages and, 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 and the point battle, you are you have 0% of that in your life. You're like, oh, let's look at the schedule and see whose money I want to go take this week and that sort of thing. Is yeah. there a benefit to that as far as being able to go? And is there a benefit that maybe you try a few things or do a few things different that you maybe wouldn't do if you were in a points battle at a, at a series or track? Yeah, for sure, because you're not really sacrificing anything. So, you know, if you uh, want to try something a little bit different, you know, if you just want to come here on a local night and try something different, you can. And yeah. Um, but, like, when you're out in the World of Outlaw Tour, you're constantly racing for points no matter where you're at. And if you have one bad night, it just sets you back really far. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a lot more stressful racing for points. And, you know, like Tyler, for example, like he won't be able to take the chances that I'd be able to take, you know, because he, he has to look at the, yeah, the big, big picture at the end of yeah. the year. So. Um, you know, he still has to be kind of cautious and obviously he still wants to go out there and win the race. He's going to, he's going to race as hard as he can, but, um, I can afford to make a mistake and, you yeah. know, not lose anything at the end of the year versus where he can't. So that's kind of the spot I'm in. You know, I could just go out there and race as hard as I can and try to win races and not really worry about anything down the road. So it's just a little less stressful. Uh, I guess <laughs> so. Yeah. Dude, it's working for you too. Yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of that, Brent, um, obviously the world we're living in is a little crazy with tires, fuel, you name it. Has that changed your schedule since you don't have to commit to a series you can kind of pick and choose? Has that kind of changed your navigation of, of what you'll do this season? Um, not really. I'm trying to stick to my schedule, um, but you know, it is kind of getting crazy out there. You know, we went to Attica last week for the Outlaws and spent $1,600 to fill up our rig. You know, it's just, it's a lot. And then, um, so we just, you know, we look at everything, but, uh, you know, it's just if the weather looks bad, you know, we're just, we have to make the call. It's just not worth spending the money to go out there to sit there and possibly get rained out. And that's happened to us a lot this year already. So, um, yeah, just take it week to week. And, you know, I don't really have a solid answer for you on that one, but my, my goal is to stick to our schedule. With that being said, being here in Pennsylvania, how awesome is it to be able to have so many tracks to pick from that are quality? Yeah, it's great. You know, you can go race on a local night, you know, at Williams Grove, Lincoln, or Port Royal here and race for a good amount of money to win. So, you know, you don't have to travel hours down the road. And 
Um, if it looks like rain one weekend, we can come back here and, like I said, race for a good solid purse. So it's, uh, it's definitely beneficial where we're located at and the type of schedule we run to be able to, to make a change and, and still benefit from it. Final question for you guys. I'm going to go with this one with Tyler. Um, object, there was that, that thing on your mirror. Objects in the mirror look larger. Okay, objects out your windshield looking larger. Ohio Speed Week. Ohio Speed Week. It was a month away. Now it's three weeks away. That sort of thing. What is it like knowing that you have that portion of your schedule coming up? Uh, I think it just means that we're getting ready to get rolling here into yeah, the, yeah. the the hot summer months. That and you know, Ohio Speed Week's probably at least last year was probably the hottest hottest race race week that we did all year but uh it's i'm excited it it just uh we finally get our our schedule going here and i, I you know the rain's kind of slowed up the the first part of this year it's felt like but i think we get to a speed week and you know we're, we're we're full 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 steam ahead after that so i'm excited it's uh it's it's a hard week but it's t it's a it's a fun week at the same time and um just just looking forward to it now uh, we we were able to to win speed week last year but we didn't win a race so ah. so we, we we'd like to, to to win a race and a speed week title at the same time and uh hopefully hopefully multiple races well there we go well gentlemen we appreciate your time thanks so much we look forward to seeing what you guys have tonight for twenty nine thousand dollars how about it for tyler courtney and brent mark joining us here on the stage checkers and wreckers is open down there i see them slinging pennsylvania beers and pennsylvania wines so make sure you stop down those of you also here the Wing Nation apparel stand is open as well. Those of you watching, following along on Flow Racing's Facebook page or YouTube, our YouTube page, you can also go to shopwingnation.com, shopwingnation.com to get your gear. Bob Weikert, 1988 National Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductee, 500 plus wins, six time winner of the National Open at Williams Grove five times winner of the Tuscarora 50, four with Doug Wolfgang, one with Kenny Weld, four-time winner of the Knoxville Nationals, four-time winner of the Sharon Nationals. Ashley, it would take the rest of the show <laughs> for us to go through Bob Weikert's resume. I am telling you, absolutely amazing what the man has done, and that is who we are honoring and celebrating here this week at the Weikert Memorial. We are glad that you joined us here on wingnation.com, our Facebook page and Flow Racing. We are joined here on the stage by a couple more guys looking for a $29,000 check in one of these 75 pound bull's head trophies <laughs> down here. Joining us from the great state of California, Rico Abraham. Hey man, how are you? Good, how are you guys? Good. We're doing good, yeah. doing good. Nice, hi. <laughs> hi, he's so cute, hi. <laughs> My man. <laughs> The man, I'll tell you what, I have so much respect for what you're doing and how you're doing it. Parker Price Miller joins us. Hey, Parker Price, Parker, how are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, hopefully a little bit better than last night, but uh, thanks for having me and uh, glad to be here. Good to be here. Rico, coming to an event like this at Port Royal, there's people. There's, I saw you out running around the campground earlier on today. <laughs> What's it like for you as a racer and also a guy that's into the marketing? You understand the promotional line of it. What's it like to come to an event and see an event like this? Uh, just, it's just, uh, it's... It's really enjoying, really a really comfortable feeling um, yeah. to be able to come to Central Pennsylvania and and spend time with the race fans uh, and race on great racetracks. Um, you know, and the, and then on top of that, be a part of a great event. Um, you know, you know how much the Weicker family's done for the sport of auto racing in general, and uh, you know, so that's why I made it. Um, a point to to attend this event this year. Right. Rico, you just said something that intrigued me because you're not from the East Coast, you're from the West Coast, and you talk about Bob. Did you really, like, have you looked back at what Bob has done in, in the world of sprint car racing? I, I know a... Uh, uh
NASCAR Coast to Coast is a show dedicated to spotlighting the short track community across the country. Offering a new show every Thursday on the Motor Racing Network's YouTube channel, this show has it covered. Hosted by Chris Wilner and myself, Kyle Rickey, NASCAR Coast to Coast offers insightful interviews and fun deep dives into the what, when, why, and hows of grassroots racing in America. This show serves the heart of racing from coast to coast. A generic amount of the history, um, just because I'm so young to the sport. Sure. Um, and everything in my career happened so quickly. I didn't really have, uh, you know, I came into the sport not long ago, but I didn't have time to, to understand the history until you get older and you appreciate more of those moments. Um, so, um, and then just coming to central Pennsylvania and racing a lot, you understand who people are and who race teams are and the history behind um, race teams and, and knowing that um, all of those drivers that have, uh, you know, competed in the 29 car and knowing that, um, you know, they're, that Bob and, and the family, the Weicker family, they were, um, you know, I really understood that they, they had an eye for talent and he gave a lot of people an opportunity to race and, and that just shows, um, you know, in, to this day still being a supporter to racing, um, you know, his legacy will always be here. It's amazing, it really is. Parker, we were on the campgrounds all day today and I, I hate that I need to lead with you with this question, but I do need to lead with you with this question because it's a question that everyone's on the mind. You are dealing with a battle with cancer and you've been very public with it and I respect it and I cannot wait until we don't have to talk about this <laughs> anymore and I know you can't wait to do it, but in talking to fans on the campground, the question is, how's Parker doing? How are you doing? How's this battle going? And maybe we can finally, at some point, stop asking about it, but how is it going? Yeah, hopefully uh, middle of June we can stop talking about it. Man, <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I have a, a PET scan in um, the middle of June, um, and hopefully, you know, the results come back that... Uh, I'm cancer-free, so uh, just to put it in perspective, uh, when, I, when I scanned in October when I found out I had cancer, uh, my uh, tumor uh, was 12.3 on an SUV scale, so uh, anything over three is considered high, so I was substantially high. Uh, when I rescanned after chemo, my third round of chemo, it was 1.9, so uh, shrank quite a bit, and then they were pretty uh, convinced that uh, 20 rounds of radiation was going to be able to get it all done, and uh, did my 20 rounds of radiation, and... Um, Hopefully, uh, come, come June, I'm, I'm good to go. So, uh, yeah, just looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, looking forward to not having to talk I about it. it. But, uh, you know, I, I know that uh, you fans care a lot about it, and, uh, and you know, that makes me feel good, too. So I don't mind whenever people ask me how I'm doing and how I feel. I feel really good. Uh, I wouldn't be doing this if I felt less than 100%. So um, I made it a point to try and get in the gym whenever I could, and, and you know, build my stamina and uh, all that stuff back up, and uh, you know that's a huge part of racing. So I'm um, feeling great, feeling good, and uh, happy to be here at Port Royal to with to share with you with uh, all you guys, amazing fans. So uh, glad to be here. That's right, man. Unreal. Parker, yesterday we had Rico's crew chief, Ricky Warner, on, and he talked about his journey as well. And we talked about how much it was the fans appreciated what he would share with them because of what he was going through and people were going through the same thing as him. Have you found that along the way with, with different people where you go across the country? Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, before I was, di I was diagnosed, I was 
very unfamiliar with it. Um, you know, I didn't really, you just kind of heard like, oh, this, you know, so-and-so has cancer, this person passed away from it. And it's very beatable. Um, and luckily the kind I had and how early they caught it, I, mine's very beatable. So, but uh, whenever you, you, uh, you know, have that uh, connection with someone, you, a lot of people have came up to me and you're like, oh, you know, I've had it or I've beaten it or I know someone. So it's crazy how many people out there have gone through it or are going through it. So, uh, you know, I know what people are going through whenever they're, you know, going through the cancer stuff and the treatment stuff. So it's, it's really, really, really tough. But, uh, unfortunately there's a lot of people out there that are going through the same thing and, you know, hopefully one day we can find a cure. And, uh, you know, I know today there's a lot of, uh, all the medical stuff is a lot further along and there's a lot more, uh, treatments to do it. And, uh, but it still is not a very good time. So, uh, anyone going through it, you know, uh, stay strong, keep fighting, and uh, it always gets better. Rico, we live in a really interesting world, and you deal with everything. You know, obviously, we're, we're, you know, we see Parker here and Ricky, what he's gone through with it. We've shared with you. You've joined us when we've talked about fires in California, and we've dealt with challenges. Your situation with who you are and the inspiration you are to people. One of the things that I always find about you is that you really are able to find a lot of joy on social media. You do some stuff on social media that I just sit there and crack me up with. Speaking of fire, I don't know what I watched earlier today. Yeah, I mean. He's got a blower, he's blowing. What, 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 what does it mean to you? You put smiles on so many faces. What does that mean to you? I've, uh, I think it's a, it's a, you know, this whole, this whole aspect of everything is a, is a journey, right? And yeah. you, it's a journey to be able to connect with uh, with a following that I've created in my career, um, you know, with the fan base. And it's, you know, I'm not at a racetrack every single weekend, and I'm not racing, you know, in, in California or bouncing around at all these tracks. So, the, so, so I use social media as a platform to connect with mm -hmm. the race fans. And, um, you know, what I've really realized is that, you know, the race fans don't necessarily like to see me racing on social media they just like to see me yeah being normal <laughs> being normal yeah being normal normal in, in rico's, in rico's life. terms, in rico's terms right. of normal yeah i try to find you know i try to share that with everybody on social media and do you still have that old car that you used to yeah, go to the post office? It's there, yeah. I want that car. I mean, I love, I love, I used to drive an old 86 Buick, and I'm telling you, you take those big old beaters, those cars. I'm it's telling my daily. You, that's your daily, exactly. <laughs> that is cool stuff. That really, truly is, as far as that goes. Rico, your schedule this year and putting it all together, what's, is there a, is there a blueprint, or is it kind um, of? Um, I, I just, uh, I have a lot of World of Outlaw races, and, um, you know, all the major events, that are planned uh, yeah. between the Outlaws and the All-Stars. And um, I'm going to be back here for the Outlaw weekend, the Wednesday show. And, sure. um, you know, the weekend in October, I think, and the Weikert and uh, possibly the Speed Week race. So, yeah, uh, nice. The, in the back half of it. So um, I'm looking forward. Port Royal Speedway is one of my favorite tracks. Um, you know, so I try to get every opportunity they race here to, uh, to come support them. Neat, neat stuff. Well, I know we talked about Ricky. So, what's it been like working with Ricky Warner? It's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Really eye-opening. Uh, how smart he is, um, you know. And it's it's taken us a little bit to get going. Um, I feel that we've uh, been we got through a, a span of races that we were really consistent, and um, you know. But it's it, a new team is is always uh, it, it, you always find pieces to to fix and sure. our biggest thing is we're finding them a lot quicker than i have in the past um but it's just uh, we're racing really tough races between the world of outlaws and coming to these big races in pennsylvania and everybody's on their a game and 
Um, you know, you, you don't have much time to figure things out in sprint car racing because you have a three-lap practice session, a two-lap qualifying session, and then um, that line's where you start and um, for your night. So, uh, you know, we just make big changes at times, um, you know, that's way left or, or way right, and, uh, you know, you either hit on something or you try again the next day. So that's been our biggest um, push through everything. We've ran 16 times this year. I've had 14 rainouts. Wow. Um, wow. The most I've ever had in one year. So it's hard to get in a rhythm when um, you yeah. know, you're fighting weather. So it's nights like these uh, where you, you have beautiful weather. You thank the guy upstairs. There you go. <laughs> Gentlemen, you both inspire us so much. We love as Sprint Car fans watching both you guys do what you do. Rico, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Good to thank see you, man. You. Parker, always good to chat with you, too. Yeah. How about a Parker Price Miller and Rico Abril? Joining us here on Wing Nation. Guys, we're going to swap it right out. While we're doing that, we're going to talk about some of our partners here. Shenandoah Valley Livestock is one of our sponsors. Heritage Cattle, Mike Altice. Ray Lee Acres, another one of our great partners. Falcon Brothers Trucking and Nicholas Meat Company. This is Weikert Livestock Wing Nation presented by Falcon Brothers Trucking. Some of our partners for Wing Nation, Sage Fruit, Hercules oh. Tires, Flow Racing, <laughs> Aggressive Hydraulics, Circle B Diecast, Hefner Racing Products, and the National Sprint Car Hall of say, Fame. Anthony? So uh, we missing. No. We just uh, we're, we're we just missing one. Oh, here we go. He's we got, late to the right, party. There we go. There we go. You we coming? Got, there we go. We got one. <laughs> we got them. Well, imagine this. They're coming from two sides of the stage here. Shocker. Should we separate Shocker. them? Shocker. Wow. We there we them? go. Exactly. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Ashley, do we need to step in between? Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Where's O'Neill with that whistle? We might need, we that need him right Where's front Where's O'Neill with that whistle? We might need that whistle. Right here. Logan, you ever met Anthony? <laughs> Never heard of her. Never? Wow. <laughs> Anthony, you ever met Logan? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment at all. It is Logan Wagner and Anthony Macri. How about it for this deal? <laughs> These two, here's the deal. We talked about this. We talked about this a little I earlier. I feel like we're at the UFC like standoff thing. Yeah. This right is now. WWE. Or yeah. right? We talked about this, and we talked about this with Danny Dietrich. There's some. There's some of y'all who hate him, and some of you don't. There's some of y'all. What happened between these two? Love Logan. Love Anthony. Yada yada yada. Here's the thing. This is all about passion, and we got two passionate race car drivers on the stage here, and that's what it's all about. And we got great passionate sprint car fans out here. So, with that in mind, Logan, it is good to catch up with you. How's things with that Zemco team, man? I'll tell you, what a what a ride you've got yourself into. What a neat situation you have with that. Yeah, I'm blessed to be in a really good car right now, and it's awesome to be a one-track wonder in this color home, you know. So, <laughs> hey, uh, you know, as long as you're successful, when, when right? You, yeah, when you only run one place, you have to be good at it so i feel like we're we're decent um we'll see what tonight brings you know this guy stood on the podium last night he seemed pretty happy so i'd like to do the same tonight there we go absolutely anthony stood on the podium stole the show drove around the 69k on the last lap at port royal what did that what a, <laughs> what what did I, 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 what did last night mean to you to be able to do that? Uh, you know, it's it's honestly pretty cool. You know, growing up watching Lance race and you know everything that he's accomplished and and all the wins that he's had here. Is, you know, yeah, it's you know kind of his place. You know, everybody says it's like Logan's place, <laughs> our place, but I mean ultimately it's it's Lance Deweese's place. So true. Uh, you know, true. Whenever, I think we can all agree place on gets that. Slick, uh, the sixty nine K is definitely the car that's in the back of your head that they're going to be coming and. Uh, you know, to, to kind of be the car that, you know, comes to the 69K and passes him was uh, honestly pretty cool. And, 
uh, I'm probably just as much in shock yet as everybody else is. So uh, I don't know. Hopefully we can do it again tonight. Well, there we go. Let me, let me give credit where credit's due, okay? Yes, so absolutely. You, you have Anthony Macri with three laps. You know, I've studied at this to a T, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, was this last night Lance while you were drinking or this morning? No, this is this morning. I had a half a beer <laughs> last night because tonight's a big show. There you go. But with that being said, Lance is opening up his entry, and he's coming up across the track to block, block Anthony, yeah. right? Well, Anthony seeks by him on the bottom. Lance wasn't expecting that. So it's maturity as a driver, and I get it hats off to Macri because he... Uh, yeah, absolutely. There he, you go. Coming, he yeah, he did. I mean, he sort of showed a guy that knows this place well how he's going to get by him and how he can do it. I'll Wait. tell you what. I, Ashley, I was just about driven, to say. I've never driven right. a race car in my life, but if I'm seeing the 39 <laughs> on the scoring pile on second, he's coming around the outside. I yeah, would assume I would that. Agree. Right. I would and assume and Lance agree. knew that. Lance knew that. He was opening it up and shutting down. He did what he had to do, but he didn't expect him to do that. But, That's Logan, cool. let me ask you this. You've watched Lance race all your life as well right. as your dad yep. here, right here at the Speed Palace. Do you really think Lance was giving 100% last night knowing he was only racing for 10 grand when it's 29 grand tonight? Right, yeah. Um, yeah, with that being said. I'm being honest. Yeah. He likes to test things and try yeah. things and make things happen. Macri I think when you're racing for a winning, you race yeah, to race, racers. You race okay. to win. So. so what I would say is Macri short slid him get, getting into three. It, yeah. And Lance was upset. What, what I was told, when a guy short slides you and you get off the brakes for him, you make him get off the brakes for you. So when... Lance drove up in front of Macri, getting back into one. That was like aggressive. Like he was yeah, into it. He's yeah. like, "Wow, this kid ain't doing this to me." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh wow, Lance got up in the seat. That was pretty interesting." So pretty yeah, I think Lance would do that for 54 or 29 or 10, and he he was pretty aggressive it's last pretty night in that move. Badass is what it yeah, is. It? Isn't it just like, the, folks? We're talking about this. Like these guys are doing it, and they're out there doing. It. I mean, it's unreal. It just really yeah. is really neat. That's for sure. Anthony, when we look at your season, though, um, you know, you've, you've, you've had, how long has Jim, how long have you and Jim been together now? Jim Shuttlesworth. Uh, I think this is our third year. Third together. year. How important is that as you guys have developed and, and, and now become one of those teams in the country that everyone is talking about? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of work. I mean, you know, me and him work in the shop every, every day during the week and, uh, you know, just hard work finally pays off and uh, it's finally starting to show. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm shocked that we're in a position that we're in yeah, with, as, yeah. with as many wins as we do at, at as many different tracks as we do. So uh, I don't know. We just kind of went down to Florida and tried some different stuff and, and kind of found a package that was good at, on a big track and, and a little track. And, uh, you know, it's just been paying off. And we've finally got our, our small track program to to a point where, uh, you know, we can roll in, set quick time, and, and kind of maintain throughout the night. And uh, it's just up to me to not do anything Stupid. Yeah, then gas it up at the end, no doubt. Ba and banging it off the boards like you do. Holy mackerel, Macri. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that's right. Actually, I think that's accurate. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Yeah. Uh, is there any point that, like, it's just, I don't even know. Like, what goes through your head? Because it's, it's calculated, but it's not. Does that make sense? Because I, you just bang yeah. it off the boards, and it's like, you, uh, you just swear every time you're going to go tush over teacups. But you make it and you sail it off in there and it's impressive as all get out. I mean, I, I think Logan can kind of attest when, when you have a good car and you, and you have the confidence in your car, it's, I mean, I don't want to say it's, it's easy, but you have the <laughs> confidence to, to know that you can go up there and, and bump the wall and, and kind of get out of it and, you know, take your car where others may not be able to go. So 
uh, you know, Jim gives me a good car, and, and I've hit the wall pl plenty of times, and, uh, you know, I just kind of know what to do with the brake pedal and the gas pedal to kind of, you know, try and drive out of it. My Sometimes it doesn't you work. You make it sound so easy. <laughs> mitigate it, but it's calculated. I mean, like, it is, yeah, yeah, believe it, is it or not. So if you look at a corner and then you see the dirt on the wall where it's skated up, that's where he's planting his right rear every time. Yeah. Or if you're going to plant your right rear, that's where you have to plant it every time. You slide in there and you hit the wall where it's not skated up on dirt, you're, you're going to be yeah. into the wall. And we've seen Danny do it. We've seen me do it last night. I was probably six inches to a foot early on it. And a centrifugal force took me to the outside, and I wasn't as calculated as he was. And uh, it ultimately cost me on lap six. So it's definitely a calculated move. But you have to have the car under you. You have to have the right front under you. You have to have the tires under you. And you have to drive to it and throttle through it. We had one of my favorite conversations about this was a couple of years ago when Barry Jackson was working with Brent. And Barry's just, Barry, the idea of bouncing Barry's race car off the wall just was foreign to Barry. He's just, like, and he's just like, and yet we're standing in victory lane when it was done. Barry was like, and I can't believe this kid's bouncing my race car off the wall, but he gets to victory lane. It's, it's just a phenomenal thing here. And I appreciate, Logan, you breaking down the, the because it is technical and it, and it works when it's right. It's spectacular to watch, and right. you stand on the front stretch and, and, and hoist a trophy over your head. How, Logan, how are you? You, you? you told us on Wing Nation a couple weeks ago, you're no longer, you're, you're, you're on hiatus from piloting, and you're, you're working on some brand things, some racing yeah. things, everything like that. What's going on in your world? How's um, it seven weeks out of flying. I uh, couldn't be happier. You know, I almost wasn't there for my daughter's birth or my son's birth, so it's important for me to yeah. see that time from zero to four like where they roll over, crawl, or walk, and I probably wouldn't be there for that. Like on that Thursday, I left flying. On that Sunday, I went to Disney on ice. And on Monday, I turned around and went to a first-ever soccer game. So it was <laughs> like I got to do those things that I wouldn't have been able to do if I was flying. Yeah. So I get to take a step back now and see my kids grow up and race sprint cars, you know? What That's else not a bad I do? deal. It's not, That's I, not a bad deal. I'm very fortunate to be in a good car as well and, and have a good support system around me, but – um, I'm very happy, and I have been for the last seven weeks. That's cool. And, and John talked about that yesterday, yeah. how calculated you were in making the decision to, to when, he, when you called and made the call to John and everyone right. to, to yeah. get that seat. You had to step back your, your work with piloting. You took yeah. a pay cut, he said, and, and kind of spilled all everything. And mm -hmm. your mom actually, hold on one second. Oh, yeah. We rented your mom out at a tailgate party. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. She oh, wanted yeah. me to give this jambalaya, to you. Jambalaya, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Mom. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. That's some jambalaya. But no, like that, the, I mean, the flying thing, absolutely, 100%. I did it for 10 years, have over 7,000 hours in a jet, uh, some of the greatest people I flew, but uh, don't compare to being around for your kids, you know? So something important in my life and something I want to do and, and carry on, you know? Neat stuff. Guys, neat stuff watching you guys race. It really is. Neat stuff also that you did after your dust up a couple of months ago when you guys yeah. got together and did something far more important than screaming and hollering each other on the racetrack. And, right. and that's so we're not going to bring that up? Like you're going to drag us up? I think everyone's here for I'm talking about the charity and everything yeah. else. You guys yeah. uh, salute to you for taking a, an awkward, uncomfortable, and bad situation where you, in complete honesty, were just pissed right. um, and, and making <laughs> something good out of it. Pissed is, again, part of passion. That's what right, I love about right, sprint right, car racing. Right. Pissed is part of passion. Logan, you've been here before. You've seen it before. Yeah. And you'll see it again, too. Right. It might yeah. not be this guy or it might be this guy, but that's right. just the reality of it. Yeah, and you'll see it, it Anthony. Tonight. It we could be know. tonight. You know, when, when you. 
When you, when you I put was told to get the fan route up, so hey. that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> when you put $29,000 on the line, absolutely. Why not? But at the end of the day, we're skating around $100,000 race cars. Yep. And yeah. every time I kiss my kids goodbye, I have to say goodbye to them, not knowing, I, you know, may knowing yeah, that no, I no. could no. never come back. So when I put my life on the line out there on the track, it's a lot different than when he puts his life on the line, sure. you know? He's coming home to himself. I'm coming home to my kids. So with that being said, that's why I handled it the way I did. You know, yeah, it was perspective is a little different. After, yeah. after that, let's throw our gloves off and let's go down. You know, if we're going to throw down, let's throw down. Let's throw down like men. Let's throw down our fist, right? Uh, let's not throw out a $100,000 race car. So him and I, we had a call and we, we had, uh, had a few words, didn't we, Macri? Oh, and yeah. we, we had some few words. We worked it out. and. Just a few. Um, Ultimately, couple. right? Two. Not the major. Couple. Two. It was good. No. <laughs> no, and I think that's the And thing. we directed it into the right point, right into yeah. Adley and her. I think we both know where we, we stand with each other. Yeah, and, and that was and a, that was apparent the, for the Keith Kaufman Classic, right? Yeah, we Keith didn't Kaufman give each other Classic. an inch. You guys, holy God, I hear. We go again. Were you right. not all watching the Keith Kaufman Classic saying, what's going to happen here? Here we go right. again. And yet, it was a badass race right. between you two. I said, listen, from here on out, the problem lied where I didn't come up on him. He expected me to come up. I didn't come up. He crossed under. He hooked. Right? It happens. Yeah. Nonetheless, I said every time I'm coming up on you, every time up. you come up on me, and we can expect it now. So what do we do? We come up we on come each up other on every each single other. lap, yeah. and it was Dyson hook, barely hit left rear. This that, but it's great stuff. It was good stuff. Right? Kudos to you guys for being great hardcore racers, and that's yeah. what we love as sprint car fans. That's it. Logan, good to hang out with you. Yeah, thank you. Anthony, good to hang out with yeah, you. Make sure you're jambalaya. Man, that's oh right. Man, that's yeah. right. How about that? Oh my God. Wow. We didn't even need O'Neill with the whistle on that one either. Holy cow. Are we not living in like the best time with sprint car racers on the planet? And they go opposite directions. Well, they went I the opposite. Yeah, you, you do notice they went in the opposite directions. Exactly. Wing Nation Apparel is available right over there. Wing Nation Apparel, or you can go shopwingnation.com. Well, these two just Shop came from different Nation. us. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's over there at the apparel stand because we're tied up with uh, with uh, team with Justin's team. That's who we're selling our apparel with. So if you don't get it here, you can get it out on uh, Justin yep. Peck's souvenir trailer. That's who we're partnered up with there as well. Uh, Wing Nation upcoming road shows, Houston's the High Banks National and the Knoxville Nationals as well. We are getting down to it here, but man, we are not done with high speed top shelf guests. Winner at Sealands Grove on Thursday night just came in here to Pennsylvania from California and took all their money on, play on Thursday night. Gio Selzy's here. Hey, man, how are you? Good, guys. How are you? What is it like to come into Pennsylvania and just take all their money like that? Oh, man. Do you feel I, that, bad about that? Is there any guilt, a little bit of twinge of guilt or anything like uh, that? I hate to say it, but no. <laughs> uh, Macri's won so much this year, and Brown's beat me so many times. It's, it's nice to beat them. There we go. Guy that comes in here on a regular basis. I was just saying he's been taking money, like too. Justin Peck. Hey, man, how are you? Good to see you. How's things? Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's all good. It's, uh, you know, it'll be better tonight if we can put it on the, on the top step. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Tell me about last night, Justin, a little bit, and uh, just what you guys were, were challenges, the battles, the, the the moving forward at one point. Tell us, tell us about last night. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's one of those deals. We, you know, we were able to uh, draw a good pill, went, went out early, uh, laid down a good lap in qualifying, and just kind of maintained through the heat race. Uh, got us into redraw, uh, redrew the eight, moved forward to fifth. Um, you know, we had a pretty good race car. I mean, this place seems to be our, you know, our Achilles heel. It's like we yeah. can we can either run up front, uh, top three, or we're running 20th. There's no in between. So uh, last night's kind of a nice step in the right direction. Of uh, yeah. we felt like we had a good night, but we know we can improve. Uh, but it's always nice when the car is fast. So. Uh, 
like I said, at Port Royal is my nemesis, so I, it always feels good when you're, when you're fast. No doubt. Gio, a different format than typically is not run anywhere else. What's it like coming into this type of format? Do you kind of try to do things differently with this format? Obviously, a 14th place finish last night, not where you want to be. What's it going to take for tonight? Yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming it's probably going to be slicker tonight qualifying. It was already dry last night, but... Um, this place is so tough, and with the sun baking on it like it has today, I'm sure it'll be dry to the fence. So, um, yeah, it, it is hard. You kind of have to approach it differently with a different format. Um, sometimes with the all-star format or the outlaw format, um, you can kind of ride in a certain spot in the heat race if you start up front. But with something like this, you, you have to go forward, which I like. Um, it's like a Knoxville format, sort of. Um, their weekly show, invert, uh, big invert in the heat races, then passing points and, uh, and qualifying points. So um, anytime, you, you got to go forward, and you got to race hard. Got to race hard. Uh, that heat race last night between Marks and Macri and you, I'm like, the crowd is like screaming and hollering, and I'm like, folks, we're watching a fourth-place battle in the heat race, but I think that's the, pa not, not passing points, but finishing points, that's what that draws out, is that you guys are just absolutely clubbing each other out on the racetrack. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you look at the point sheet from last night, we're one-point increments, and each position is three points, so one position can bump you up or down five or six positions in the Holy overall cow. points, so um, I think if I would have Pass one more car, I would have been tied for him for 10th, but he still would have got it. But that's the difference, essentially, between being in the redraw and starting 14th, or on the pole or starting 14th. So, yeah, because um, with the redraw, you're it, right, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, you know, y you do think about that in the back of your mind, but when you're racing, you're, you're worried about passing the guy in front of you, and that's all you're worried about. Yeah, man. Justin, take Port Royal out of the last few weeks, obviously, because you say it's your nemesis. You've had a solid few weeks there, two seconds with the All-Stars or with the World of Outlaws one night, two wins there. You guys have been extremely consistent in finding those top fives left and right. What is kind of clicking there with you guys on the 13 team? Um, yeah, I think we've just had a whole year to work together. Uh, you know, we had all last year to kind of get to know each other and gel a little bit. Um, and then going into this year, just kind of fine-tuning our package a little bit. Um, you know, we pretty much kept all the same stuff, just kind of started tweaking things a little bit different. Um, you know, that fine-tune element is, uh, you, you know, really, it, with all the guys we're racing against and, and the equipment and the competition that that we're uh, you know you know we're going up against, I mean it's just little little tweaks here and there is the difference between you know having a car like a win or a car that's running 20th. So uh, just knowing when to do the right things is kind of uh, kind of the name of the game for us right now. It just seems like every time we make an adjustment, it's in the right direction and it's exactly what I'm looking for. So uh, we just keep hitting the nail on the head, and if we keep doing that, I mean we're just going to keep being consistent and keep running up front. GL, I turn on Flow Racing or Dirt Vision, and I see you every place. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. Two days ago, he was here, and that's sort of. Is there a blueprint, or is it? Uh, where's where, where's the next race? Well, how does how do you guys determine where you're going? Um, yes and no. We have a schedule. We don't follow it very often. <laughs> um, but that's nice. Not being an outlaw or an all-star, you can go wherever you want. There's no rules. You can you know, leave here and go somewhere else. Like tomorrow, we're racing the World of Outlaws show at, at Lawrenceburg. So, um, yeah, just weather obviously is a huge impact. Um, sometimes diesel fuel can be a huge impact with how expensive it is. Um, driving 18 hours here from Knoxville. So, um, yeah, wet weather is probably the biggest factor. So, um, if, if we're looking to get two nights in compared to one, you know, weather permitting, we'll definitely go to the two-night show. Wow. Gio, that being said, what made, it, what made you come to the Weikert this weekend? What was the decision there behind that? Money, for sure. Um, you know, that's part of being not an outlaw is you, you chase the money. Um, and I think, uh, you know, obviously weather was huge and um, a beautiful racetrack. I think this was one I circled on my schedule to want to go to. Like I said, last weekend we were in Knoxville, Houston. Now we're going back to Knoxville, Houston. So a lot of miles on the truck and trailer, but, uh, you know, I want to win and, and you race for money.
Well, no doubt when you look at this week, and I talked to Brownie about this a couple weeks ago, you had Sealands Grove, then you had 10 grand on Friday night at Williams Grove, got rained out 10 grand last night, 29, and then you're gonna go to Lawrenceburg. That's a lot of money on the line. Are you guys going to Lawrenceburg too or not? I'll be there, uh, I'm not in 13 car, but I am gonna try and truck back. Really, uh, cool. Yeah, I'm running a, running a Jeff Women Hours car. It's a buddy of mine. Nice. Um, it's actually my dad, mine and my dad's car that we sold to him, so should be good. You guys, you guys, while you run the All-Star Tour, Justin, you guys are very similar because you, you show up at Lincoln uh, before we're there. I don't know where the hell IRA was at that next week, but you put some miles on to come over to Lincoln, just about rewarded with the win there. You guys have, while you have a schedule with the All-Stars, you guys are pretty open as well with that. Yeah, uh, you know, the way it worked out last year, we ended up running the most 410, uh, you know, wing sprint car races in the country as a team. Um, wow. And it ended up being 90, whatever it was, 92, 93, 94 races, whatever it was. Uh, but that's just a combination of just going, uh, you know, racing every, every opportunity you get. And that's a great thing about being based out of Pennsylvania is, uh, you know, the All-Stars have an off weekend. We can go, uh, we can go to the Grove on Friday. You get to pick and choose. You go to Lincoln or Port Royal on Saturday. Um, and every now and then you get rewarded with a Sunday show at Sealands Grove or Baps or something like that. So. Uh, it, it honestly is a lot of fun. Um, you know, a couple years ago, I never thought I'd be in this kind of a yeah. position to, uh, to be racing this much. Uh, you know, because at that time, it was just me and Pops racing, and, we, you know, we were trying to put together a 2025 race schedule. Um, and that's what we did throughout the year. So uh, it's definitely, uh, it's pretty cool, man. It's a dream come true. Do you ever, do, uh, you, I, I want to expand upon that a little bit, because your career has been fascinating. You've had, some, you've had some highs and you've had some lows. There's no doubt about it. The perspective of it now, does that help you kind of manage and navigate the rows of good nights and bad nights? How does, how does your history, your, your story, your journey help you navigate what you're doing now? Uh, it's just, I guess you could say, it's just kind of uh, built some mental toughness. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. just kind of realizing when you're doing the right things and when you're doing the wrong things. Um, it definitely kind of makes it easier to uh, maybe see the path a little bit more. Uh, yeah. It's easier with Curtis on your team, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm not sure which path we're talking about, but you can see it. That's for sure. It's yeah. a lot of uh, it's a lot of keeping Kurt under control, as you know. As yeah. you know. Hey, we still have your race car bed set up, by the way. If, uh, Good. Yeah, the, I need to come back and stay. The, the two <laughs> through five year old bed. Yeah, we got that set up for you. Uh oh, there's a story there. What's up? Uh, so they have a two through five bed set up for you, Gio? Yeah. Uh, is Book still over there? Oh yeah. Is. yeah Book's here. There. Yeah, over I the seen, I hadn't seen Book at all there. Yes, I hadn't seen him in forever. Yeah, so. I went to. Were you driving? The, you were driving the car. Or no, we, Paul no. was still. That was the year before. So, yeah. Yeah, I went to stay at Tom's cabin, and they always like to play jokes. And they had uh, like a, like a five by three race car bed, like for a kid, set up for me in the living room. <laughs> so my feet were hanging off. I actually crashed hard that night. And my feet were hanging off the edge of the bed, and that's, they thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So, Yeah, I can imagine <laughs> yeah. they were, yeah. Those guys, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's funny. That's really, really cool. Gio, your perspective on life, you have such a neat situation with your family situation. Your brother's just wearing them out in California. Of course, your dad and the business and everything. What's, um, you know, what's, what's it just been like for you with this 18 team to kind of get out, spread your wings, create your own identity as well? Yeah, so I just bought a house in Altoona, actually. So, Did you really? Um, yeah. Well, welcome to that world. That was cool, yeah. Welcome so, to that world. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. Um, it's windy all the time in Iowa. I don't know if you guys <laughs> know that or not. Every single day it's windy no matter yeah. what happens. Um, yeah, it just, you know, I lived in the team house, an apartment. Um, it just kind of, you know, hopefully they don't fire me because I have a house there now, so I kind of got to <laughs> wow, make sure I'm locked in there. <laughs> wow. Um, but, yeah, just kind of, like you said, create my own identity and um, kind of getting settled in and, and trying to find a home. No doubt. Good stuff. Gio, speaking of... of all the things that we've talked about coming to Pennsylvania racing. Obviously, you had an autograph session earlier today. Uh, what's it like with the Pennsylvania fans? Is it like that anywhere else in the country that you go to? No, definitely not. Um, the only place that comes somewhat close is California because I'm from home. 
Um, but, man, you guys at gas stations, anywhere around town, you see a, a Lance DeWeese shirt or any kind of racing shirt, like, you get recognized everywhere. Um, and in here, you guys love T-shirts, and you guys buy the most out of anywhere in the country, I can promise you that. So <laughs> it, it's, it's great to come here. And, um, yeah, it's just a definitely there, there's a reason it's called the PA Posse, and there's a reason that you guys have the most sprint car racing in the country. Neat. It's good stuff, that's for sure. You can get their apparel right back here behind us as well. Good stuff for both uh, both of these racers as well. Well, guys, I'm telling you, <coughs> we're getting ready to go put some uh, heat in the engines and get ready to go. So we appreciate your time. Justin, always good to hang out with you. Thanks for joining us. Yep, thanks for having me, guys. Gio, thanks for joining us, man. Good to see you. For sure. Thank you, guys. Awesome. How about that for Justin Peck and Gio Selza here joining us here. And that is going to do it for our Wing Nation show. Weikert Livestock Wing Nation presented by Falcon Brothers Trucking. We got to get out of here. Flow Racing's getting ready to go with tonight's racing here from the Speed Palace. Ashley, wow, I, I thought the last night was good. I thought the day was good. The last hour's been pretty good it's as well. It's been pretty awesome. And if that race last night has anything to do with tonight, I think we're in for a whale of a show. I think we are. That's for sure. So we really appreciate it. Hey, we got a bunch of people we need to thank before we get out of here as well. Uh, Frank Beers is our uh, is our operations director. Our producer, Hank Silver, who does just a great job. Hank does a great job. Justin Fraker, Flow Racing, Star Country, who was on with us last night. The Weikert family, Steve O'Neill, Everybody here at Port Royal Speedway, thank you so much. We appreciate it. That guy right there, too, Steve Steinway. <laughs> we appreciate everyone, that's for sure. We have Wing Nation each and every week, Tuesdays, Thursdays, on our Wing Nation YouTube page and our Facebook Live page every Saturday and Friday nights now on MAV TV. And you, Wednesdays on Wednesdays Rev. Wednesdays on Rev. If exactly. you're in Canada. Wednesdays on Rev. Our next road shows are coming up at the High Banks Nationals at Houston, uh, Houston June 23rd to 25th. And we'll be back out at the Knoxville Nationals on August 10th through 13th. So we have had a ball. It's race night here. It is the greatest day of racing, whatever they're calling it, greatest day in motorsports. And we're here at Port Royal Speedway. So I think we're Doesn't celebrating. Doesn't get any better than that. Does not get any better than that. She is Ashley Stremme. I am Steve Post. Thank you to all of our guests again. Thanks to everyone here at the Speed Palace. More important, though, than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Weikert's Livestock Wing Nation, presented by Falcons Brothers Trucking. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a show dedicated to spotlighting the short track community across the country. Offering a new show every Thursday on the Motor Racing Network's YouTube channel, this show has it covered. Hosted by Chris Wilner and myself, Kyle Rickey, NASCAR Coast to Coast offers insightful interviews and fun deep dives into the what, when, why, and hows of grassroots racing in America. This show serves the heart of racing from coast to coast.